Welcome back to Probably About Politics. This week, Russia. Russia. The Russian presidential election. I think the one that we've been looking forward to quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it was one that we could see from a mile away as being interesting. I was interested probably leading up to this a lot, but then once it actually came to sitting down and getting into the nitty gritty of it, it kind of lost its its mystique because as as much of like a, a an interesting international player Russia is, mm. what's going on with this election is, I don't know, sort of boring as far as the excitement of elections goes, but also deeply, deeply interesting. Yeah, it's important to dig into, but it, it wasn't like we were going in and getting news stories that were shocking or surprising. Yeah, and, uh, well, some surprises, some uh, some yeah. water throws, but for the most part, Putin will be president. Yes. But, uh, okay, so we'll we'll but, start off with a, with a prediction this week. Yeah, well, we'll try and surprise you later in the podcast. Yeah, a surprise right off the bat is that sweaters are in. They were delivered much sooner than uh, yes. really we expected. They're super soft, super comfy. Danny's been wearing hers pretty much every night. She gets wow. she gets she gets all cozy. She's doing her her knitting, her embroidery, all this different stuff, and she's just wearing this probably about politics sweater, and I love it. I'm wearing mine. They're warm. They're beautiful. Just to be clear, Alex doesn't follow the a, a one particular fan like a stalker. That's his girlfriend. <laughs> Yes, I've been following our one fan, and she loves it. <laughs> okay, so that's the that's the sweater update. We're going to be getting uh, those delivered ASAP. Um, if if you want yours, send us an email about how we can get in touch because uh, we do have fans spread around <laughs> for about fifteen hundred kilometers. So we'll, we'll uh, we're working on that, but we'll get it to you as soon as possible. Pay us a visit. Come to come to come to where we are, and we'll yeah. we'll. We'll drop you the sweater. To continue with our uh, intro, New Zealand. Kaylee, what's going on? Uh, Jacinda Arden is on a tour of Polynesia to apparently survey cyclone damage. In oh. She's been to the Tonga and Samoa, at least as of March 9th. The Polynesian Culture YouTube channel and tourism? Yeah. Excellent sure. YouTube channel. Very fun. Well, I mean, it's they're beautiful islands in the pacific it is there's there's this one host he's he's very fun there's an excellent video of him he climbs to the top of a tree pulls a coconut off and rips it open mm-hmm. with his mouth and just and drinks all the drinks all the coconut milk it's it's wow. really fantastic huh oh very well to check that out i would suggest it after <laughs> listening to probably about politics oh yes uh so other than new zealand other elections to watch this week month uh probably italy yeah we won't be. We don't really have a chance to go much into it, just because we got two pretty interesting ones with Colombia and Russia. But it is also, as far as the EU goes, as you know, which we love, uh, <laughs> uh, it is a very important election, and we hope you're watching it. Maybe we will talk about it a bit in the intro of the next podcast. Yeah, as far as elections with voting go, mm-hmm. interesting. It's, Probably more it's interesting. It's a good one. <laughs> so jumping into Russia itself, then. Uh, to situate ourselves, it is in the north of Asia or the far east of Europe, depending on whether or not uh, <laughs> how you how you cut up your continents. It is a huge country. Yeah, that's the issue. It spans uh, 
10 time zones. It's absolutely enormous. Population of 140 million, which is probably one of the larger populations of a country that we've ever done. Yeah, for sure. Pretty rich country, 12th highest GDP in the world, per capita GDP quite a bit lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a bit yeah. of uh, inequality in Russia. Very rich, rich, and quite poor, poor. Yes, uh, we can get into whether or not it's an oligarchy, but you could call it an oligarchy. Speaking of that, it is supposedly a semi-presidential republic. Whether or not it's a democracy could be up for debate. Uh, Whether or not it's run by a handful of business magnates, not really up for debate. But we could talk about it if we want to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's also not, well, depending on when you start, when you date the start of its democracy, it's not an old democracy. Yeah. If you start just post-Cold War, there's only been three presidents. A very old country, though, Mm -hmm. with the arrival of the Rurik people and the Rus people in the (laughs) mid-800s. Then there was the Grand Duchy and the Sardom and the Empire for around a thousand years. Yes. And then finally the Russian state and now then obviously the USSR. But yes. none of those really had much voting going on. No, I guess you could say that maybe voting isn't the tradition of Russia necessarily at this point. Yeah, it's definitely a region with a history of very strong individual leaders. Mm-hmm. But okay, so if we get into Russia itself, it's been a democracy with a president and prime minister since 91 the -hmm. country as a whole is there Uh, notably that's the end of the cold war yeah they do have uh, quite a few natural resources which ties them in very interestingly with europe with a lot of gas trade back and forth and oil Mm -hmm. and notably in the past now i guess five years since uh the annexation of crimea of crimea yeah and, and Ukraine. Yeah, the right near there, yeah. The, uh, the Black Sea. So these mm-hmm. are all very strategic points for Russia and really allow it to maybe punch above its weight or assert itself quite strongly on Europe. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's punching above its weight. It might be like equivalent of about what its weight should be. <laughs> it, it probably um, is pretty naturally a world leader. Um, but yeah, it does make it hard for Europe particularly to really say, oh, no, we're not going to talk to you guys anymore, you know. Recently, Putin, of course, uh, unveiled some new weapons to assert its its global leadership position. Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah. Which, it, it remains to be seen if these weapons are real or not, but they were quite impressively spoken about last week, I guess. Yeah. So I guess... Yeah, even the theory of them is a little scary. So. That brings us to, to the man of the hour himself in Vladimir Putin, who has been basically in power for the last nearly 20 years as either president or prime minister of Russia. Yeah, and I mean, the president who took over for him, you know, was basically also Putin. Like, in ter- like in, to say that Putin wasn't in power when that happened. Yeah, as prime minister. Mm-hmm. So the process is just a simple majority vote. Yep. for all the candidates and if there is after the first round one candidate with fewer than 50 percent of the vote they go into a runoff between the two the top two mm-hmm. so that's how the voting is going to go and what are polls necessarily saying about how that voting is going to go kaylee well polls i think uh, basically everything i saw is sort of unequivocally saying that putin will win I, he's at 
I don't think he's dropped below 60% in a while. Yeah. But I mean, 60% arguably is a little low for him. Well, this is all state run polling as well, right? Which is putting him now at around 70%. I did see some secret polling, I guess they call it, Mm -hmm. that puts uh, some of his competition up to around 15 or 16% as well, while state polling puts him at 8%. So there's yeah. definitely quite a bit of quite a bit of swing in the actual numbers, but no matter how you look at it or how you slice it. Oh yeah. I don't think anybody who is currently running for president against Putin believes that they will get to be president. Yeah. At least not this time. Even Pavel Grudenin's Communist Party, I read somewhere that they were actually he was doing too well. For mm-hmm. the party, the the the, yeah. part, the party kind of brass were upset about how well he was doing and asked him to rein it in a little bit because once you yeah. do too well, then you're not allowed to run again uh, <laughs> in the next election. And it seems like what this election really is is a lot of jockeying for position for yeah. potentially the next election in 2024, where it seems like it might be a little more open. This is his second term. In theory, this should be his at least he has to take a break like he did last time where he, yeah. he ran, he was president twice and then he went to be prime minister and then came back again. Um, if he can manage to change the constitution, then that might be a different, different story. I do think that what the other leaders are doing is yeah, not trying to win, but some are trying to set them up for 2024. But also it, I think I was reading like for a lot of the parties, they're not even really trying to contest it. They're just trying to, uh, get like their economic vision for the country vocalized or you know like just their ideas out there so that there's more public awareness and and maybe Putin will hear about it and decide that that's what he wants to do yeah. but <laughs> well the thing is about getting your ideas out there and trying to be heard it doesn't always end well such as Alexei Navalny who mm-hmm. is a well-known critic of the Kremlin in yeah in russia he was jailed he, he had a five-year yeah, deferred for term months, yeah. for embezzlement that just happened to come in just before uh the campaign started yeah and there were that they said that his his signatures which are required to become a candidate uh were falsified and forged mm-hmm. so they they pulled him out that way but yeah there were 29 candidates who wanted to run who were refused the ability to run yeah, I think Alexei Navalny is certainly um, the one to really watch in that. Like, there were a lot of candidates who weren't allowed to run, but he, yeah, he was. He's been he's been running for or like campaigning for a year, yeah, at least. And and two months of that, he was in prison. I think I read somewhere that um, some watch groups would consider him a a, a, a political prisoner in Russia. Um, but yeah, he's quite a, a high profile anti-corruption lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there is like, he was sentenced for embezzlement, but there's certainly some question about whether or not that was valid. And I know that an election official essentially said that, um, he won't be able to run for the next 10 years, essentially no matter what happens. Like yeah. if, if his, yeah, the Euro- European Human Rights Court, I think, uh, overturned the decision, but then it went back to Russia, and it just didn't count anymore. And so, yeah, he's, but he's very interesting to watch. Right? He's almost the exact opposite of Putin in everything that he wants, and he seems to have, like, he had a lot of, uh, seemingly a lot of youth support. Yeah, uh, a lot of people 
showing up and and but like also like his supporters have been attacked and arrested and suppressed for sure so that there is a certain amount of danger to it i think as well yeah speaking of getting the youth support out uh, mm-hmm. i saw that uh, putin had basically his only election campaign rally uh, mm-hmm. and there was this this for hire ad on a for crowds mm-hmm. between 20 and 50 for yeah. people to come out and there were emails circulating from local Moscow companies uh, suggesting uh, quite strongly that their staff go in groups of four or more, photograph themselves there. So there's a lot of, despite having, uh, it seems like he does have the support of kind of the older crowd in Russia, but a lot of the youth don't want to come out for him. And they are yeah. more excited about uh some of our some of the other candidates yeah and i i read that they also took took away the uh vote for no one option like mm-hmm. you don't want to vote for any of the candidates option yeah. which i think is interesting and Sobachek, i think at one point said that she was running just so that people could have an option to vote for essentially no one <laughs> yeah. was the implication but i think yeah it this election what i can tell nobody seems to know why putin well putin historically doesn't like campaigning mm-hmm. and hasn't campaigned a lot but no one really understands why he's done such a poor job of it this time like he hasn't done he doesn't he hasn't shown up to any debates he hasn't gone to any yeah the one clip of a debate that i did see involves Sobachek, uh mm-hmm. in, in which she throws the uh the glass of water <laughs> at zironovsky uh after everyone is just just yelling at each other yeah. and notably mm-hmm. putin's not in the room and yeah. it's it's it was definitely very interesting to see how much disdain they all had for each other despite them really having one main opponent uh, yeah who who just wasn't there and i think that's that's a really interesting strategy on his part is because mm-hmm. if he was there it really gives them all a united thing to mm-hmm. to fight against but if if he just doesn't even show up then then what do you yeah. do does everybody just agree in the room that's not yeah, a debate it... and they're not going to be willing to do that yeah and it's certainly i mean it's all state-run media as well so you don't know why he would be so opposed to it but yeah it it does make it easier to divide and conquer if they are forced to fight with each other but i mean even like so that's like one debate but a lot of the debates like sometimes you'd only have one candidate show yeah. up to the debate so nobody is that into the debates i would say um but i think it, it is that that maybe is the strategy but for the rest of it it's confusing because i think uh putin would needs the kremlin at least i was i was reading there's a 70 70 goal and i don't know if you've read about this but it means that you want to get 70 percent of the vote and you want to have 70 percent turnout to confirm the mandate okay and so far he he might get 70 percent of the vote in the first election which is when you want it he doesn't want to get it in the second election he wants the first election uh but it it seems very unlikely that he will get 70% of the turnout. It might be almost embarrassingly low because only about 24% of people have confirmed that they will for sure vote. Now, how much, how much does that really matter in Russia? If, if, he gets, if only if in reality, 24% of the people show up, how much can that be? Can that be skewed? Because I remember from a couple of years back, there were votes coming out of Russia where in some areas there were over a hundred percent of ballots mm-hmm. counted. So is, yeah. is that a ma- is like, is that level of corruption going on where they'll just say, ah, screw it. Let's, let's say everybody showed up. Yeah. 
I think um, it is a good question. It's hard to tell right now. Like he, I think that they would prefer, obviously, that they get what could appear to be seventy percent of the the turnout. Um, to because if they because this one this election is big in that it is Putin's last. Like if you assume that he can only run for two terms in a row, it is the last one. And in theory, in the next election, he should not run. But if he could get 70% of the vote and 70% of the turnout, then he would have a legitimate reason to suggest that maybe he should run again the next time. Hmm. Um, so that's important. But does it But does it matter if that's real or not? I think it's harder to tell, and we'll know after the election. Um, if, it is, if it is truly a place that needs to at least be pretending to be a democracy, then it probably will matter if that actually happens. It's interesting how much how much is set in stone going into this, mm-hmm. but how much is still up in the air. The 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 other kind of secondary plot lines that all mm-hmm. that all come to the surface when when it's it's said and done, mm-hmm. who's going to be president? It's yeah, it's interesting how how it can how it can maintain the mystique still. Oh yeah, I mean because things are still changing. Yeah, even the the talking points for the candidates themselves. The only thing anybody cares about is the economy, really. Yeah, which makes sense because Russia's essentially been in a recession since 2014. It, it, it fortunately started to back, bounce back a little bit just as this election sort of started or in the last year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Putin himself is popular, but gov- like satisfaction with the government is below 50% according to some polls. And I mean, the minimum wage, he incre- they increased the minimum wage, but you still have 20% of the population that's living below the poverty line. And that's a huge number. Yeah, I saw one article about him uh, visiting uh, Science City, which is sort of the Russian equivalent to Silicon Valley, is what they said, mm-hmm. uh, in which the research wages were something between twelve and eighteen pounds. It was a an English source, so between about twenty twenty dollars a month in research wages. Yeah for scientists up there, and how few youth there were. It was it mm-hmm. was. It's. Uh, I guess they were celebrating their 60th anniversary, and at one time it was very vibrant, and there were many young mm. families and young researchers going there. But at this point, it seems like the allure of the international community and the brain drain on Russia is mm-hmm. pretty steep at this point. Yeah, and it's like a huge country, so the the leader who can manage to unite them, which I guess in this case is Putin, is will be very powerful. But it's a it's a very difficult game to play because it's it's so such a vast country with uh, who's primarily dependent on natural resources. So you really need the rest of the world to be buying your stuff, mm-hmm. um, which has been a problem. Like I think, yeah. it arguably Putin distracts from the fact that the that there are uh, that there are less demand for certain natural resources and there are less countries willing to buy their natural resources by being so internationally like the villain and you, you know going out and defending russian nationalistic interests um i think so you have a country with with huge increasing economic uh issues that and so at some point you think you've got to think that that'll hit ahead and putin will have a harder time holding on to power i think that's definitely what's Alexei Navalny points to in a lot of ways. Um, he is running on a very opposite campaign of increasing uh, social 
economic benefits for citizens and decentralizing some of the power. And uh, that, I think, is a very real threat to to Putin as the country sort of has less and less economic opportunity. Like, people are only going to accept such low wages and such limited access for so long, I would suspect. Yeah, it seems like the public uh, want for for increased social social services mm-hmm. and distribution of wealth is pretty strong since the second place candidate right now is uh, Pavel Grudenin of the Communist Party. There's still a surprising amount of, uh, well, not surprising necessarily, Russians that yearn for the days of old with the communist uh, Soviet, Soviet Russia era, I think you will find in a lot of instances. So the next election is uh, March 18th, or the the vote is March 18th for the first round. It was supposed to actually be today, but uh, according to the Russian constitution, uh, you shouldn't have an election on a day when there's a public holiday. And a public holiday in Russia, for those who may not know, is International Women's Day. So quite a uh, quite a progressive international holiday for to yeah. see coming out of Russia, I guess. I guess we're playing the long game here, and we're saying that the interesting election to watch will be Russia 2024. Yeah, six years Come from back, now. Come back, watch yep. us uh, here at Probably About Politics when the 110 million voters uh, head back to the polls in six <laughs> years. Yes. That's the one That'll watch. be one hot election, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.